Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Pundit is the football trivia game. Every sale using the code LIONS at checkout now gives a whopping 40% discount plus a £10 donation to the Lions Food Hub. Visit punditgames.co.uk to order your copy. Punditgames.co.uk. Code Lions. You're listening to After Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin. Except no sandwich. Hello dear listeners, welcome to Achtung Millwall, number one Millwall podcast. My name is of course Nick Hart. You join us in the aftermath of a magnificent, in the end, one all draw, if you can have such a thing. It was a draw that for me felt like a win last night. Joining me to chew over the, the cud of yet another magnificent performance by Millwall is one of our regular correspondents, Graham Payne. Welcome to the show, Graham. Hello Nick, nice to be on. Yep, it was a, was a magnificent performance, definitely. Definitely. I think so. Um, I mean, you know, just yeah. a couple of days, 72 hours on from that um, season-defining game against Sheffield United, Graham. I mean, I I didn't anticipate the same thing over again, but in a, in a very different way, we got the same thing, if that makes any sense to listeners, because we were really up against it, against a, a top-draw uh, Burnley side in championship terms. We were really up against it for the bulk of that game. But what spirit and what spine and what steel this team's got at the moment, mate? Yeah, as I mean, you know, I put it on our group chat. I was a bit, I thought it was going to be another Coventry after the QBR performance, you know, that would they be able to get up for it again so quickly after such a magnificent performance on Saturday? And mm. obviously there was a couple of changes, but, you know, you can't fault them 1 to 11 again. You know, they all did their bit last night, I thought. Um, yeah, it was a magnificent mm. performance. It was. I mean, the starting eleven last night, as you say, reflected a couple of changes. Um, Bradshaw, I, I, the talk on the internet was Bradshaw was was being rested. He was actually injured. Yeah. I Gary Rouse said he was actually carrying a knock, um, and um, he said he may only be good for you know last fifteen twenty or so at the end of the game, which is how it how it worked out for him. Um, but anyway, last night's starting eleven: George Long in goal, backline, um, Mary Wallace, Charlie Cresswell, Jake Cooper, Danny Mack. The the midfield two, Jamie Shackleton, George Savile. Uh, changes um, across the attacking three. We had Honeyman, Fleming, and then Watmore coming in last night in his place of uh, Burke, who was ill, apparently. He wasn't even in the squad. Yeah. And um, Vogelsammer up front. Um, 
I mean, as it started, I mean, I don't think we actually got the ball. I think there was at one point I was watching a stream of it, listeners. I couldn't get along last night, sadly, but there was a, there was a stat, Graham, in the first ten minutes. I think I think I wrote it down here um, that we'd had ninety, they'd had ninety percent possession, and we'd had ten percent. And I think half of those were just kind of punts forward to try and get get the pass. Yeah. They, I found Burnley to be almost the epitome of the modern side, um, a Manchester City-style side, obviously with Vincent Company managing them, um, both brilliant and unattractive. Um, yeah, I'll to- I totally agree, Nick. Very totally strange agree. combination, Graham, because mm. you have to admire them, but I really didn't like them. And the reason why I didn't, I mean, I didn't, I, I had more time for Sheffield United on Saturday, and that was more of what I would define as a traditionally English performance from both sides. Could have gone either way, Saturday. Yeah. Um, but it was an honest performance. Last night felt like they were trying to pickpocket you all night. It is, and I think it's like what you say. I find watching Man City at times boring. I do, yeah. you know, I know he's like the, the you know, the number one coach in the world, Guardiola, but. At times, you know, no, it's not for me. But, yeah, they, they, they knocked it around. In then first 10 minutes, we didn't get anywhere near them. I think they, the one thing I do think they do lack, which is good for us, is they haven't got what I call a top-class forward. And I think that was the main thing well. last night that stood out. <laughs> well. Yeah, just as well. But that's what stood out <laughs> to me last night. It was all, you know, pretty football playing it around. But there was no, I didn't think, real threat up front. To be honest, but I know what you um, mean. I mean, uh, they they created chances. I'm mean, just looking through the the notes. I mean, you know, chances through the first ten minutes. Um, there was a self-imposed uh, error quality to. I mean, I think we we were just a yeah. little bit under. I think we were tired last night, Graham. I mean, that was a massive performance mm. Saturday, and then to be having to serve up another. I think everyone as they took the pitch last night knew that it's going to need another huge performance and it was a big ask of that of that 11 um the squad is injury here already so you know we're, we're really having to dig deep to um go out and match a, a, a top quality side in, in in our terms um but i think you know it's easy to say self-imposed errors but i think it's just um lack of experience i mean Cresswell showed at times he's a youngster still isn't he and you know you yeah. can talk about errors but you're up against quality international level players, and yes, it, they will find you out a little bit. And I, I think we did well to to cling on, but we did even better, really, to claw our way back into that first half. Because after the first 10, 15 minutes, I thought we we're in for a, you know, a Fulham style hiding when we got beat six, was it yeah. six one or six no, now I can't remember now. But yeah. um, I, was, I thought we were on for that kind of mullering last night, but we we we. We weren't, and um, all credit to this side because it takes a lot of guts to get back into a, a game. Or you, you're clearly being—I um, don't know about outclassed, but certainly they were playing on a level that we, we probably couldn't have matched. Fleming, I thought, stood out, especially in the first. I, I was just going to say that I think Fleming, Fleming came to the fore as the war, the half wore on. You know, he seemed to get more into the game. There was that one yeah. he tried to. Where the keeper was off his line, he tried to look, the Beckham, you know, the lob Beckham him. chance. Yeah, Beckham. <laughs> I mean, the ambition of the boy. I, I, I love the ambition. I, mean, I, I think that we'll, we'll, you know, depending on how the season turns out, I think we're very much in the mix for uh, the top six. Certainly, um, as it stands, we placed fifth after that draw last night. But so we'll see how you know whether we retain Fleming services um, going forwards. But he's a level above most of our players. Um, and as you say, I think he's, 
I think he also has got the skills, Graham, but he also relishes the battle slightly. I think he loved yeah. the big time atmosphere and he loved the um he loved the battle. He likes the physical yeah. side, I think. He definitely likes the physical yeah. side of the game. You know, he's a strong boy. Um, there was a couple of times where he gets involved and he, he does use his body strength. The only thing I would say about him, and this is not, well, it is a little criticism. I think it's time for him to come off the free kicks because they don't seem to be, they, you know, no, he's always hitting the wall. They don't, they don't seem to be having any power. I suppose when, you know, if you're the, if you're named as the creative of the side, you know, you're going to grab the ball. Yeah. He's not going to let it go lightly, is he? Um, I mean, it was interesting. I think Saville took, took one. I think it might have been the second half, actually, last night. We had a, a dangerous-looking free kick that Saville took rather than Fleming. Um, but, yeah, um, it's also useful to see Ryan Leonard taking some of the long throws as well. As when he came yeah. The game. I mean, nil-nil at half-time. And I've got to say, as, as we said at the start of the conversation, I thought we were, certainly in the early part of the half, we were clinging on. But um, by the end of it, they, they, they had moments. They weren't really looking um, as good as they did in that opening phase. And I thought we did well to get through to half-time at zero. Um, and a real body blow in the 50th minute when we concede the goal, which was an unfortunate error by by Charlie Cresswell, yeah. which uh, they latched onto. I mean, they, they are a decent side. They moved the ball very, very well. They've got some decent players in amongst that in that squad there. Well, I think also, I, I, I don't know who they were, but apparently four of their best players weren't playing last night. Apparently, there's a guy who came on right at the end. I think Tello, I think he's their top goal Tello, scorer. Tello, I saw his name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they, um, I mean, they, Again, it was unfortunate for Cresswell, but he got caught out and they took advantage of it, you know, and I think it's just one and of the this, things. This level, Graham, it's, it's a learning curve for the yeah. boy, really. If, you, yeah. if he aspires to Premier League football, you you make an error, you get punished. And that's what we saw last yeah. night. Um, there's no real, um, you know, not much margin for error at this level. And we really dodged the bullet when they hit the post. It was about 10 minutes later. They had a break on the right and the ball came in and... Um, we really caught a break there because I think if we'd gone two behind, yeah, we would have struggled it. to get back into that game. Yeah. They? Um, and then the, that's right. There was a, a corner that buzzed across the goal as well after that. So you know, it was it was wing of a prayer really at the start of the second half. And I thought that we, if there is a if there is a football god up there, I don't know if there is, but um, it, he was smiling on us last night. Wasn't he? On another day, one or two of those extra goals had got in, and we really would have been would have been up against it, wouldn't we? After that, if that had gone, yeah, those had gone yeah. in the net. Um, fair play to Gary Rowett, though he's he's made substitutions at uh, the seventieth minute. I thought we needed to change it. I thought we were just starting to look a little bit well out of the game, but in came the uh, the man of the hour, Tom Bradshaw, for a uh, which would be proved to be a crucial crucial substitution. Um, what more I thought. Like Vogel Sammer, to be honest, in that front row, well, certainly Watmore looked a little bit ineffective last night. Whether that's a different level of team. Um, I also saw it, we, he kept getting caught in the first half more offside, which offside. Um, yeah. something we haven't really had. You know, I think it's where he's not used to our way of playing yet. He's only been there a couple of weeks, only three weeks, but there was two yeah. or three times where he got caught offside, and yeah, he wasn't he wasn't really a yeah, effective last night at all, really, was he? What more? I didn't think, but you know, there's no. obviously a player in there. I think, anyway. Well, we've seen, we've seen what he can do already, uh, and the yeah. same with Shackleton who came out. I mean, you know, um, at that point, one nil behind, um, we were looking second best. I don't think there's any any dodging it. I mean, 
from here onwards, though, once the substitutes came in the last 20 plus plus um, added time, again, you know, we said at the start of the conversation, the steel of the, of the side showed through because we really did start to get the ball forwards. And really, that's when um, Burnley started the kind of play acting and the... Uh, well, should, we, should we call it dark arts? I don't know. It's, it's, or, or as Jim said, the shithousery, I think. The shithousery. <laughs> Yeah, and it began from there onwards, really, didn't it? I mean, the, 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 I've noted the awful refereeing. The referee just got a bit, um, like the man on Saturday, I think, just got a little bit out of his depth. The uh, It sounded like a big atmosphere in the ground last night. And there was a bit where the uh, the player managed to get himself back on the pitch, having having taken a knock on the, on the advertising board, managed to roll himself on. Well, he was dragged. He, the game. he, dra- he, he was dragged, dragged back on. It's but funny. I'm not being shown li- liberally there, Graham. I don't well, as something I was going to tell you, Nick, a couple of weeks ago, I was at Beckenham Town watching. A guy yeah. got injured, went down, and um, suddenly they're going to substitute him. So he gets up and starts hobbling off. The, ref, uh, the, the, the manager of the team says, go back down. The referee sees this, books him. Mm. Yeah. He's already been booked, so he's sent off. So the guy's sent been sent off, and they can't make the oh, He was sent off then because it was yeah. his second booking, and, and they couldn't yeah. make the substitution then. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. where was the booking last night when that, that guy did what he did? Nothing. I think the, the referee you know, and, gets. I think they get a bit over overpowered. I mean, obviously you have got Vincent Company and his reputation, whatever you want yeah. to think of that. Um, plus, it's a dramatic situation. You've got the the, the leading side, the kind of um, the Sky TV nominated. Um, you know uh, what they call them? Wankfests, I think they call them, don't they? They're, they're, it's the thing <laughs> everyone's got to love. You know. <laughs> You're yeah. obliged to when you yeah. take out your subscription, you have to you have to love them and uh, admire them and all that. Yeah. And I think you just it, it's maybe a, a difficult situation to be in. I don't know. But I, I, yellow card was the minimum. I would, I would have thought showing a man the yellow, yeah. he's put himself by hook or by crook, got himself back onto the pitch when he's he's, he's off it, you know. Um, and of course, it's um, it's all right when he gets up. As, as um, great commentary, incidentally, by Carl and Max. Um, I know you listen, boys, and that was great commentary. I think you described that perfectly. Um, no, I'm thinking of I'm thinking well, I'm thinking of that, and also yeah. late, the later on the, other the one. situation. Where... <laughs> <laughs> Good commentary the for Danny that, Mac listeners. <laughs> yeah, later on where that was um, the, the Bisto kid I called him was he Twine Scott Twine is he? Um, rolling around like he was he'd been shot in a, a kind of very badly oh, made western or something you know and again you know um that's that's what i meant by them being an unattractive side they're both beautiful and unattractive i used to go out of a girl years ago graham and she was gorgeous <laughs> she she like she would stop when you walk into the pub you know heads would turn the, the, the almost like the piano would stop playing and you felt like king of the world going out of it. but she was fucking poison mate i tell you um, and it just—it was just. Um, in the end, you think uh, you, you, you know, as, as gorgeous as it is to watch Burnley, that that aspect would would be very destructive. You know, it's so, it was so great to get us, get ourselves back in the game, and uh, that, the goal when it came was a from the, the right side crossing from Zian Fleming in the melee, and, and fired on by the man of the moment, Tom Bradshaw. Um, it felt like. It felt like justice had been done. I don't know if that's over-romanticising it, but I think yeah. it felt like the right outcome had been reached because I think we put plenty into the game and they just they just took away any empathy you might have for them as a, as a probably a championship side, championship winning side. Yeah, you know, I was going to say, I, I, if I'm honest, Nick, I didn't see the goal coming, the equaliser. I just thought, you know, and it was a nice yeah, shot out of the blue for me. It did come out of yeah. nowhere. 
and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like it's like you know we just scored the winner, the ground, you know, you know, you you know what it's like, the ground the erupted. erupted. Yeah, yeah, and then for the last, TV. it was like we scored the winning goal, like you know, but yeah, great moment, and he, you know, they've got the guy, you, you can't, you know, he's on fire at the moment, Bradshaw, isn't he? Just hope he stays fit. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sad, there's a sad post on Twitter. Someone who was slagging him off, Bradshaw. Um, mm. I think maybe last year slagging him off as uh, can't can't score for Toffee, and he got blocked by Tom Bradshaw. Now he wants him to unblock him because he wants to play with <laughs> <laughs> very social media, <laughs> social media dilemma. <laughs> he's, no, he's no longer he's no longer a useless wanker now. He's now brilliant. So that's all right, isn't it? So unblo- unblock me on Twitter. It was a fantastic point and one that's propelled us um, into fifth place. There's a very tight pack in, in the division, but we are sitting fifth on 50 points now. It's all starting to feel a bit real now, Graham. I mean, that was that's four points taken from the top two sides in the division. Um, I don't think any of us would have, would have predicted that at 2.59 well, after, on Saturday, um, would we? You know. after, Coven- after Coventry, no. I mean, I, I, said, I think I said it to you that after the Coventry defeat, I said the next five games to me are season defining and to get four points out of the first two is, you know, it's a great start. Now we've just, we've got the two away games, Stoke and Luton, and then we finish yep. out the five with Norwich at home. He couldn't have asked Absolutely. for more. Four, you know, four points from them two is, is a great return. It's the most memorable thing of all to take four points from the best two teams in the division and then go and f- flop at Stoke and uh, oh, Road. <laughs> so we, we, we've got to keep our perspective and this is a perspective show listeners we we, we don't get too carried away on Akbang Millwalks we've seen it all many many times over the years you and me Graham so um, yeah. we've, got, we've got to bring our A game to Stoke a, a difficult um, the proverbial difficult place to go isn't it Stoke City um, mm. and I think the, the squad I thought at times looked a little bit tired they were certainly up against it uh, against the quality side last night hopefully hopefully against Stoke it should be a little bit more, um, you know, straight down the line, English-style football, and that seems to suit us quite well. We, I think we're a difficult team to break down for those sides that don't have the guile that we did see, in fairness, from from uh, Burnley last night. So, fingers fingers crossed. I've got a few tweets to pick us, take us through to the voicemails, listeners. I've got one here from a chat. I think he's Burnley fan, listeners. Guy who calls himself Monkey. Fair, fair play to Millwall. Great work ethic. It was a great work ethic last night. Wasn't it? I mean, I, yeah. I don't think you can fault any of the players in terms of of um, no. input across the whole 90 minutes, really. Um, pure battle and fight from them to nick a goal. Hope they get in the playoffs, says the uh, Twitter clarity, he says. So that's, that's very kind of him. Um, and there's uh, images from uh, from the club account there. Zian Fleming... We gave everything we had. I, I think Zian was my man to the match last night. Would you go anyone different there, Graham? Would you have a different choice to Zian? Uh, I think the only other one possibly was Danny Mack. But yeah, I think Zian, just because he he did stand out for the whole game, you know, as a standout player, I would say. For the whole yeah, Danny was good last night. I think, I, I, I think Danny's, I mean, I had a conversation on, on uh, with Tony Monday about Danny's um, forward passing, which maybe is an area to to look at but I mean I thought defensively last Saturday I thought last night he looked pretty good so um, just looking here this is Dan Marsh um, posting about Zian Fleming very very good tonight he says his goal return has been impressive but he's starting to have more of an influence in games beyond that I think that's probably 
I mean, you mentioned the the free kick um, area earlier on, but this is the influence, this brilliant yeah. ground that's always real yeah. value line. Um, this is a statistics website. Eye on the ball says Zian Fleming versus Burnley. Seven out of eight dribbles completed, eight recoveries, 15 of 21 dual, duels won. So uh, challenges won. Um, he certainly seems to have found his home in English football, Zian, and could be a major, major factor. So it's an interesting post here. This is this is Alex Jones from News at Den. Gary Rowett said that Tyler Bury feels a million miles away with his hip injury. Well, that's a strange turn of phrase. He feels a million miles away. I mean, he's either healing or he's not. Um, he, Hutchinson is set to train. Sean Hutchinson set to train on Thursday. That'd be a massive, massive. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought he was going to be out a lot longer than that. Yeah, they, you know, I think they... maybe there's a desire to get healthy when the team are looking at a promotion. A surge. I don't know. Maybe that helps with your recovery. I don't know. Um, Billy Mitchell has some good news about his ankle. No surgery. Six to eight weeks out. And Oliver Burke should be back on on Saturday. Um, I thought we did miss Burke's pace last night. I thought that was one thing when we were under the cosh. Uh, early first half, early second half. I thought maybe you know Burke just gives you a bit of something to to worry the opponents, worry their defence ground. We did miss that a little bit. I thought. Yeah, I think the difference also this time. This time with Burke, he de- he definitely looks fitter than when he was here last season. You know yeah. the the you know the what I've seen of him, but he definitely looks mu- you know much fitter than he was when he came for us, came to us last season. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Speaking to the the BBC London Radio London after the game, Gary Rowett says it's been a good few days. It's taken its toll physically on the group. It must have done. I mean that's yeah. two <clears throat> two massive massive performances, uh, both different. Graham, but both sapping of energy, and I think it will. That's the only thing that bothers me about going to Stoke again. Yeah, I was just <laughs> going to say the same thing. You know, um, it's a lot. We have another one in Luton coming quite quickly, but that's the nature of the business um, that we're in. Um, so, yeah. good, well played to Gary Rowett for fielding um, the young Irish boy Marku and Essa. I thought both, or Essa certainly looks the part. And it was interesting to see Marku on the pitch as well. So, um, you know, interesting to throw him into that that kind of um, bear pit environment. That would be a great experience for both of them. Um, and finally, um, one from McLeany. I think we've, we've made this point a few times, Graham. I think it's worth making it again because he's been slagged off a good few times over, over the years. So probably it is time, as McLeany says, it's, I think it's time that Gary Rowett got the credit that he deserves what he's done with the budget and the overall status of the club against the big boys is absolutely top notch i've been a critic but time for all the fans to really get behind this team for promotion um seconded there mcclaney i think that's that's a very well made point um i think again you know know, we're watching the the game last time we watched the game saturday you know the value of some of these players that we we're going up against there, Graham, compared with what the uh, the resources that we are able to bring to the party. That's the real tribute, I think, don't you? I think that's that's where yeah. you know you got to take your hat off to go. I mean, who knows how it's going to finish? We we are still um, the underdogs in in a in a you know in a sea of bigger fish, but um, it's starting to get real, mate. It's starting to feel like it's on. Yeah, I, I totally agree. This this I know. We've, probably said this before, it's been on before, but it does feel different this season. We've got more points than we normally have at this time of the season. Yep. We're not coming from way back down to make a run. You know, we're yep. right in the mix. And this time also, I think all all the maybe 
maybe one Middlesbrough or, you know, or Sheffield United will get one, whoever doesn't go up. I think all the other three spots are up for grabs. Where normally we're just trying to fill the sixth spot, the last spot. Yeah. But I do yeah. think there's yeah. three up for grabs this year, you know? I agree. I agree. Um, I think the, the sheer um, grit that the team has shown on Saturday and again last night is a massive, massive um, marker. And these are statement games. I think we, we've said it a few times. Um, onwards to Stoke on Saturday. Um, fingers crossed, Graham. <laughs> I was going to ask you for a, a score prediction for Saturday. Fancy making a score prediction? Mystic, Mystic Payne? Oh, I'll go. I'm going to go one nil Millwall. Go on, you've got me. One nil. One nil Millwall. I think I would have gone for the same actually. So um, it's got that kind of vibe. I mean, it could all go wrong on us, listeners. They will be shattered after two massive, massive performances. But I'm going to go one nil Saturday as well. I want to say a huge thank you to Graham Payne for persevering with me this morning. I've been diving around all over the place, and we finally got the conversation going. Big thank you for taking time out of your day, Graham. Appreciate it. No problem, Nick. Enjoy it, as always, mate. And we're going to close out with, you probably heard my phone pinging in the background, listeners. I've got a load of voicemails for you from last night's performance. So we're going to close out now with the voicemails. Thank you for listening to Acton Millwall. I'm going to close out with Arrivederci Millwall. Bye for now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Achtung, Millwall. Uncle Nick, dear listener, it's the morning after the night before, uh, and Millwall have picked up four points from the top two in four days, or whatever it is, three days, however you want to count it. Um, what a week for the club. It was kind of make or break, and it was it felt very tense on Saturday, as if it could be a, a huge week in Millwall's campaign. Um but they roast the occasion. The Den played its part. Fantastic atmosphere both days. Genuinely, the, the noise for the goal uh, yesterday against Burnley was, was something just, it was unreal. It was genuinely, genuinely um, like, a, like a sort of an outer body experience. Like the, 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 just the noise was, was uh, oh, unbelievable. Um, 
Yeah, credit to the big players. Credit to the, the players that have come in and have done jobs. Look, Saturday wasn't sparkling, um, but the effort, the dedication, the determination was was unbelievable. And yesterday was brilliant as well. Millwall were, were going to match up to Burnley with effort and, and commitment. They weren't going to match up to Burnley in terms of skill. I mean, I'll be honest with you, you know, shitting ourselves absolutely shitting ourselves in the in the press box when they were knocking the ball about looking for a winner right at the death. The way they can pass the ball, especially 95, 96 minutes, everyone's dead on their feet and they're doing that. They're a fantastic team. Um, very interesting to see them uh, get involved in the dark parts of the game. I thought there were some real questionable decisions. Shout out Max and Carlos Bates on the, uh, on the commentary for that Danny McNamara challenge. What a challenge, by the way. But a huge week for Millwall. Massive week. Um, I'm bypassing Stoke. I'm looking straight at Luton. That is a massive game if this club is to realise its ambitions uh, for uh, for a potential slot in the playoffs this year. What a win, though. My voice needs a rest. Come on, Millwall. Have a good one, guys. Well, good morning. The morning after the night before. Um, Harry Warren here again. Um, I thought last night Millwall were weirdly good without really being at their best and managed to get a point um obviously changes in false changes oliver burke missing due to illness or injury um bradshaw dropped to the bench don't know whether or not that was due to a little knock or or was rumored online but uh you know vogue summer through the middle and and kicking the ball long hopelessly up towards him long over it in every goal kick Burnley scoring, which everyone could see coming, um, without us making any kind of tactical changes or anything like that. And then, after we went a goal behind, I thought we were better. I thought we were more positive. I thought we had nothing to lose at that point and and turned it around a little bit and um, were decent. I mean, the goal we gave away was due to Charlie Creswell trying to play out. Um, but, you know, uh, other than that, he did make them didn't do much wrong all night and then Burnley have carved open us again for uh, I think it was Brownie to hit the post um, which could have been 2-0 and good night but all in all we were we deserved a point I thought just for the way that we stuck in there and Bradshaw comes on and does what he does at the moment which is if the ball is in front of the two posts and you give it to him at his feet, facing goal, he tends to score. Not if it's a one-on-one, but everything else, if it falls to him now, he tends to put the ball on target and force keepers to make saves or make decisions. And realistically, that's all we can ask him to do. He's living on scraps or has done, and now he's on a great run of form. Um, Four points from six was great. Probably need another four from the next six, if I'm being honest, with the way the results are going. But we're fifth, we're there, we're... We're, we're, it's it's so ch- like it's so close to happening. Fourteen odd games to go, I think, and we're there. We're in the fight, and we can't ask for more than that. Um, I mean, we've been consistent all year. I just can see us, you know, still grinding out results. The last two results have been gritty, old school, proper Millwall performances, and that's what you want to see. Um, it was good to see the two two youngsters come on Eze and the new Irish lad I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his name 
Um, it's good to see him. Ryan Leonard looks really, really short of match fitness. Um, but that will only get better as he plays more games. And he's going to be vital if we keep picking up injuries in the midfield. And, yeah, we're, we live to fight another day. Off to Stoke on Saturday. For anyone who's going, good luck to you. It's the most fucking cold, boring ground in the country. Anyway, come on, you Lions. Let's get three points on Saturday and then off to Luton next Tuesday. But here we go. Hello, Nick. Bill Slack walking wounded tonight. I've got a clump on the ear hole from the bloke next to me when we scored. And I've I've grazed my shin on the um on the seat in front of me. Um but it's all all worthwhile. I um ain't a big long message from me tonight. I've been as guilty as anyone moaning about Rowett this year and the quality of some of our play and some of our players I've written a few off this year I think as well um, but but what a Millwall team we've got down there you know I, I've come out of there Saturday Tuesday so proud of them um, so I can only speak for me are we going to turn in another performance like Coventry between now and the end of the season probably um, but we're going to have a few of them as well um, and we are actually in with a shout here with our own form we can start nicking, a, you know, keep nicking them, them points away from home. Um, I'm beginning to believe that we've got half a chance here of, of making that, that, that playoff spot. Um, fantastic to a man tonight. Fleming, he's, he's, he's got to be the best player we've seen down there in absolutely years. He's really coming into his own, affecting the play um, as much as he was scoring earlier in the season. Bradshaw coming on and scoring again. It can act, it's only positive stuff. Um, Danny Mack, brilliant. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it tonight. Proper Millwall crowd, proper Millwall night. Come on, you Lions. We can do this, boys. Hi, Nick. It's Matt Richards calling in after the game tonight. Um, what a great battling performance that was um, against a team, against a Premier League team, basically. Um, you know they 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 control the ball so well, um, pass it around so well. Sometimes it was like watching Man City, you know, in in their like sky blue shirts. But um, you know, we we matched them. You know, okay, they were a better team. You look at the possession stats and stuff like that, and they had a few chances, especially in the first half. Um, but we held our own, you know, and um. There were some really good performances out there. Um, we kept our shape. First half, I thought, um, yeah, I mean, there was times where we couldn't even get the ball. It seemed for about five or ten minutes. Um, but, you know, we had a few chances from from crosses. Um, Fleming had a chance um, straight at the keeper, which maybe we should have played vocal Samu in. Um, then he tried from the halfway line. I thought Fleming played really well. Every time he got the ball, he just controlled it, caressed it. You know, he didn't didn't play the quick ball. We held on to it. You know, it, it was definitely class tonight. Um, and then you know, going, yeah, and I think yeah, Long made a good save as well. Um, we had a good game, and then um, half time nil nil. Okay with that. Um, second half, they get their goal. I think Cresswell, he just. When he when he does the simple stuff, he's a, he's a great defender or very very good defender, 
and you know you feel safe and secure is when he tries to do just like some sort of special spectacular stuff tries to push forward and he got caught out trying to push forward and that's what you know they they got a break and um they ended up scoring anyway but we held on you know made some substitutions um can't remember creating too much in the second half but um we put we you know we got into their half and put them under pressure the only way we were going to score was was through a some sort of cross set piece or something like that, and um, and we did it, you know. And Bradshaw scores, you know, one chance tonight, and he puts in the back of the net. That's, you know, you can't you can't ask for more than that. Um, great, great finish to the game as well. Great atmosphere. Low crowd was quite low, really. It was a bit disappointing, but um, well, it seemed low anyway from where I was. And um, but it was great atmosphere in the crowd. It was at the end of the game. It felt as if. It felt as if we'd won the game, um, so it was, uh, yeah, excellent, excellent battling performance. Very different performance to um, to Saturday, um, but that's what we expected. I mean, God, if anybody said you know you're going to get one-one against Burnley, everybody would have snapped around off of that, wouldn't they? So, really, really good result. Let's just hope we can kind of patch the team together for the weekend. Um, see Burks ill um, which is not ideal um, I won't go through the team today some of the performances were excellent some were a bit iffy but um, you know we're playing a top team so it's, it's wrong to really kind of be too critical um, so yeah we'll, we'll crack on and um, you know get away to um, Stoke City and um, try and get some points up there up to fifth now got to keep it going okay cheers Nick see you later Evening, Nick. Uh, Jim Hackett, just after the, the game's finished. Um, what a fantastic result. Uh, I think Burnley showed exactly why they're top of the, the championship and top by some margins. Every time they had the ball, they they controlled it very well individually. They all looked very tidy on the ball. The work rate, their movement and uh, everything you expect from a, a top quality side. It's obviously cost a few quid to put together, but you can't take that away from them. They they play football very tiredly, especially in the first half when I think they were slightly unlucky not to get a goal. But at the same time, our defending and our work rate certainly kept them at bay. And, and I think uh, George Long pulled off one very uh, good save at close quarters. And the rest of the time, they, they probably flattered a little bit. But at the same time, you know, they, they, they always looked like they had something in in hand. Second half, again, disappointing with Cresswell after he had such a, a good couple of weeks and he just he's went back to that um, area of, of trying to play football in dangerous areas rather than just clear it, which is what he'd been doing recently, you know, in some of the tough games we've had. So hopefully he'll learn from that. And the good thing was it didn't actually cost us too much in the end. Um, I think it would have been disappointing to have lost the game on that. And then... Obviously, he'd have got pelters from everybody just for, for one slight mistake. In a, what, otherwise, he had a fantastic game again. Um, I think the back four were really under the cosh tonight. I think uh, Danny got skinned a couple of times. Murray did his best over on the left-hand side. And the longer the game went on, the more those two came into it as well. And and they were still full of running at the end. So very uh, very happy with the way they ended up, I thought. 
for work rate, you couldn't fault our players. I thought it was a different game to Saturday because they couldn't go chasing Burnley around the park in the, the top third. But the first half where the game plan went very well, it sort of went tits up when uh, they got their goal. But after that, I, th- I was really disappointed in Burnley. I thought they, they then turned into a lot of play acting. I think when Twine went down and started rolling around on the floor, it actually, it was embarrassing for a man to do that, let alone a football player when there was absolutely nothing in it. And from that point on, I thought they, they really looked like they were big-time Charlies who who thought they were just going to romp the game and couldn't understand why we were still in it. And I thought they were a little bit um, fancy down after that. And fair play to our lads. Even when the substitutes came on, I thought Leonard was fantastic when he came on. I think he put his head in everywhere, put his foot in everywhere. Bradshaw came on. And suddenly we, we looked on the front foot because all we did was knock the ball long, but it was the the work rate, I think, of Bradshaw that was winning lots of balls in there. Even when Vogue was still there, they were winning lots of ball between them. And and we looked a better side then as we were pushing them further and further. And it was uh, justice, I think, at, at the end of the day when Fleming got his cross in and it sort of ping-ponged a bit and then Bradshaw put it away. Just, again, strikers do that when a hot streak, don't they? So, yep, fantastic player, but I think I've got to single out Fleming tonight. I think uh, anybody watching him play against the best team in the league tonight could see what a special player he is. And the more he plays for us, the better he gets. And he's like a man mountain now. He's he's not that big, but when he's got the ball at his feet, he can't be knocked off it. He's got the presence of mind to do little flicks and tricks and and make simple passes and for me he's he's turning into a real top class player and I'm disappointingly thinking that if we don't go up then somebody will come and get him at the end of the season because he's too good for championship football. He's certainly um, a shining light for us this season and that was probably one of his best games against the best team. So overall, again, a, a different type of game tonight than what we had on Saturday but the result is Fantastic. Anybody who would have thought we'd have got four points out of those two games um, were probably thinking they'd been drinking something. But as it is, we're all very happy with that. I think four points on a Saturday at Stoke. Uh, come on, you Lions. Nick, John Rankin just calling in with the match report. Unbelievable. My nerves are shot to pieces. Um, I was trying to stay calm during the game. But... Um, Unbelievable performance. Blood and guts from Millwall. First, I've got to talk about Burnley. What a team they are. I mean, you know, doing the simple things, but at twice the pace of Millwall. Uh, passing the ball, running into space. Passing the ball, running into space. You know, all the way up the pitch. And I'm surprised they didn't put two or three goals on us. You know, they were absolutely fantastic. What I also noticed about them was the way they pressed on us. We had no time on the ball at all to build any momentum. And to be honest, we were restricted to long punts um, up front for most of the game. We couldn't play through them either. So how we managed to salvage a 1-1 draw from that is absolutely amazing. There was staunch defending from all the guys. Bit of a slip up by Cresswell, which led to their first goal or their only goal. But you can't really blame him with the amount of pressure uh, put on there. I think standout performance at the back was Danny McNamara. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Um, I thought Burnley let themselves down a bit in the second half with their theatrical uh, 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 
theatrics when they got fouled. Um, I think they'd lost their bottle a bit, and yet again, the referee completely lost control of his head. I've got to say that Roman Essay made such a change when he came on. And it's not to belittle the players that were already on the pitch, but he's a quality player, that boy. Um, he came on, and it was a cauldron, and he did very well indeed. I don't remember the goal that well, even though it was in the CBL. Um, I think it might have been Vogel Sammer again who put the ball in. It might have been Murray Wallace, I think, who actually got the ball in. A little bit of poor defending. It bubbled around, and that man, Bradshaw, there was rifled it into the net. And again, we just went absolutely ballistic in the cold blow lane. The crowd played their part. Very, very noisy. Um, I think that helped subdue Burnley a little bit and also gave our guys a fillip. So that is a fantastic result against what is, you know, man for man, fantastically, uh, a much more superior team. So it's on the stoke. What we've got to do now is manage to come down. We've got to play the same way against Stoke as we played against Sheffield and Burnley, and we'll be okay. So over and out. Come on, you Lions! Mike Aiden here, reporting after that one all draw at home to Burnley. Very good result from the Lions, uh, battling scoreline. Uh, I think we can all agree with that. Um, you can see Burnley are a good side, pop the ball around nicely. To be honest, I was did a small poo in the first 15-20 minutes. Uh, thought it could be quite a big defeat. We looked very nervy, uh, and the way they were sort of passing the ball, bringing it back, making space, I thought we were in quite a lot of trouble. But we managed to drag them down a little bit to our level and uh, did well for the remainder of, of that half. Disappointing goals concede, you know, they force you to make mistakes. Cresswell made one uh, and then from the resulting attack um, they score. You know, let's be honest, we got away with a couple of uh, good crosses and good chances that they had. But it was a real battling mill performance tonight. And uh, I just thought Bradshaw obviously clearly didn't have the legs to go another 90. But when he came on, he was absolutely superb. Just kept winning headers and you know he's, when the man's in form and it falls to him in the box there's only one outcome um, Burnley will be ruining some shithousery I couldn't believe that player didn't get booked uh, when uh, um, he was injured and then they, they brought him back on the pitch we just couldn't believe it I mean how's the ref just letting him get away with that just lets him drag him back on the pitch but anyway one all excellent result for the Lions um, really I think you know beating Sheffield United uh, one all draw against Burnley, no mugs, good result. On to Stoke and then Norwich at home. Some more big games to come, but good run of form from the Lions. Let's hope we can get some more players fit for Saturday. Come on, you Lions. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 